Today on the Diz List, we discuss our top five rides that need TLC at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and we discuss our top five rides that need TLC at Walt Disney World. But before we get to the list, if you haven't checked us out on social media, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at DizListPod. If you're enjoying the show, follow us and leave a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can find out more about how to support us by visiting our podcast homepage, anchor.fm slash thedizlist. That's anchor.fm slash the hyphen diz hyphen list. So, Rob, last week mm-hmm. we forgot to talk about something that we did on Instagram, and that was a, a Disney World this or that. Yeah. And we did an Epcot this or that, front or back. I think we got a little distracted <clears throat> from our uh, yeah. our condiments conversation. Yeah, there's a callback. If you didn't go, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, you need to go back and and hear us battle it out over condiments. And that was not planned <laughs> no, either. No, um, <laughs> So I posted on Instagram a, an is or, is a, a this or that, right? And I said Epcot front, meaning future world, or back, <laughs> meaning, meaning world showcase. And 78% of the people agree with me, which is the back. And you also, like... As of now, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that can change once everything right. opens back True. up. Currently, yes, yeah. I agree. So the reason that we posted a this or that front or back was a comment that my wife made <laughs> the night before yeah. that I think our listeners really have earned the right to know what, sure. we have, what, what I live with. <laughs> and she said, oh, my God, Epcot is like Disney World's mullet <laughs> because it's a party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's and a constant party in World Showcase. It's a party in the back. Does a mullet count as construction in the front because you're constantly cutting <laughs> your mean, bangs? I mean, it's, That's it's, the construction. Yeah, you have to yeah, maintain yeah. the hair yeah. except for the back. Yeah, They're doing some maintenance up there, that's for sure. <laughs> it certainly buzzed right to the ground. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was hilarious. We, we had a good chuckle out of that. Um, which brings me to this week's question I have for you. Okay. Because mullets were from our childhood, and they are now, yeah. for some inexplicable reason, back. Yeah, for listeners who don't know what I look like, I am I am a bald man also. Uh, as am I. Um, you can grow more hair than I can. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but not not very much on the top. I, I'm not a big fan of the horseshoe look. So. <laughs> Me neither. Um, so I guess my question for you is, what from our childhood is back that you're happy is back? And or what from our childhood is back that you're like, man, that should have just stayed gone. Well, I guess there's there's different eras of it because yeah. I think currently 90s is coming back. Mm-hmm. So when 80s was kind of the thing, I mean, maybe it goes by decades. I think the previous decade, 80s was kind of the cool nostalgic thing that was back. You know, all the same. All the neon. The, and The, the neon and, and uh, kind of the, the tapered leg pants. Right. Uh, a, a lot of those things obviously are are cyclical, and I mean, if you go no mesh shirts, they didn't come back. No, remember those net shirts? Oh my god! Yeah, I'm kind of glad that didn't come <laughs> yeah, back. It's like walking around with a pinny on from Phys Ed. 
and you'd I, have like sunburns with circles. Well, rem- <laughs> remember in the early '90s when when grunge was a big thing, you know, that's when I, back when man. I was in high school. I remember when grunge was big, everything was kind of a throwback to the late '60s. Yeah. It was all kind of like the bell-bottom pants and, and the flannels. And... The flannels are back, man. That's yeah. something I'm here for. So that's the thing from my, yeah, yeah. from our childhood that's back currently. I don't know if I'd call it childhood, but our teen years. Um, that's back. That I'm yeah. like, I'm here for that. Give me all, give me all the flannels. Another one I've seen a lot recently is the uh, acid wash jeans. Oh my god, I know, right? Yeah, those are back. Um, What's I'm, something that's back that you're not happy about? Besides the the mullets, yeah, I don't know. It's some kids love them. I mean, I I don't know what the percentage of kids that have a mullet because they think it looks awesome versus the kids that do it just for attention or irony, right? Yeah, right. Well, the, that's the same category for yeah, me. Yeah, the ironic mullet. Yeah, I'm. I don't understand the the. The idea behind the mullet. There's a couple kids at school, and I'm like, man, that's, that's you're rocking quite the mullet, man. The one thing I want to come back in style but hasn't yet is just, like, rock bands. Yeah, good music. I was thinking the same thing on the way over here. I was like, if I could pick one thing I wish would come back. Yeah, that would be it'd that. Be, it'd have to do musically. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big music fan, too, and I, I don't even want to call them the dinosaurs because that sounds rude, but... Like these groups that have been around for a long time. I mean, the concert tours do really well still. Journey, Def Leppard, Metallica, even like Motley Crue, who I don't really love, that that tour did really well. Right. All of these bands that were, I don't know, it's it's such a larger time. I mean, even Kiss, for example. Mm-hmm. Kiss still does really, really well, even though they're saying this is their last tour. But For the eighth time. Well, I like these. these there's a lot of good younger bands like Greta Van Vliet. Folks, I know this isn't Disney-related, but bear with us here. I think there needs to be more bands like Greta Van Vliet coming out and playing fun, new, upbeat music. Uh, recently, I don't want to get too far into the go-down-the-rabbit-hole on this one, but um, Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for the Foo Fighters, passed away. And they did two giant concerts. One was in Wembley Stadium in London, and the other was, I forgot which stadium, I'm assuming it's where the Rams play, uh, SoFi Stadium? Yeah, I think so, I believe so. And then they did one in, in L.A., and there was some fantastic music. But to be fair, it's all kind of older bands, yeah. man. But I just wish rock and roll would come back. I want some new, good music. I Give me all the pop, man. Yeah. I'm a Swifty at heart. Well, and <laughs> that's fine. That's I, a joke, that's a joke. I, I'm... I don't dislike Taylor Swift. I like that she writes and creates her own music. I have a lot of respect for Taylor Swift. Um, my wife is an absolute Swifty Swifterton, um, <laughs> and that's fine. I I have no problem with that whatsoever. I I just I I would like to get back into the singer songwriter era bands that whole type right. of thing. All right, that's the one that I wish. I know this was totally a, you know a left hand turn, but no, I fine. thought because we were talking about Epcot being a mullet, I thought let's talk about something no, from our childhood. One. Well, <laughs> I, I think most of our listeners um, can identify with a lot of this as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you say? We go to the halftime show? Yeah. Who's performing? Is it? Did we get Def Leppard? We did not. Oh. Yeah. Uh, here's who we actually do have. Who? We have the Foo Fighters, but the drummer is, no, this is not a joke. This is actually kind of cool. The drummer for the Foo Fighters is Taylor Hawkins' son. Okay. Well, that's not permanent, but he did yeah. it in the concert. He got okay. up. Taylor Hawkins' son got up and played um, uh, Hero with the Foo Fighters. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
Uh, wait, I don't think we have the rights for that. Do we? No, we don't. We don't. Yeah. All right. Uh, look it up on YouTube, and we'll see you in a second. Yep. Welcome back from the Skittles Halftime Show. That was one heck of a pyrotechnic performance. I can't believe you got like permission from the village to do that in your house. Well, how do you think I lost my hair? Fireworks. <laughs> Fireworks. Firework yeah. accident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to go and give an aside. Be careful with fireworks, folks. Oh, because... my God. <laughs> I didn't mean to. That... <laughs> so we have a crazy fireworks story, but I, I swear I didn't bring. I completely forgot about that till you said it. But go ahead. So <laughs> it's better if you tell it. We're we're at my my house, like we always celebrate Fourth of July, and one of our friends may or may not really have an understanding of what appropriate fireworks displays <laughs> for like families are. <laughs> and he brought what he said, Oh, don't worry, these ones don't go up in the air. They just like hover a little bit. I think it was called the ladybug. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Uh, Rob was probably, I mean, you were a decent distance away, but you were just, you were taking a picture of it. I don't know, 15 yards? Yeah. And it went up in the air and was just spinning, doing its thing. And then I don't know if it was a little bit of wind or whatever, it turned on its side. And obviously if it's hovering, it's got some sort of propulsion. And this thing flew right at Rob's face and he has the whole thing on video. He did this Matrix style fall back. Yeah. And I'm sorry that like my voice is like. I am dying laughing, trying not to laugh right now yeah. because picturing that all over again, I'm going to see if I can find the video I have of it flying by you so I can post it on It was on crazy. Instagram. It I was... mean, if I wasn't watching, that thing would have just like clunked me in the, in the head. I'm I laughing. I shouldn't laugh because it really was dangerous, but <laughs> it's probably the funniest thing I've seen happen with a like around that like on Fourth of July, we've I mean there was the time my sandal went all the way up my leg. Oh, that was great too. <laughs> yeah, and the my kids still talk about that one. But but the fact that you, you almost ate a ladybug shaped <laughs> firework. Well, I was filming. I was I was trying to get a, like little clips. I was trying to make a little like social media video, and I had I was holding my phone in my right hand and I was filming it. And watching at the same time. So the thing, uh, our friend lights it, it starts spinning. And I guess, well, we can talk to our other friend who's who knows physics. It started spinning, and it got off of its axis, axis yeah. and, and fell towards me. And it immediately just started rocketing right at me. And I'm, I'm holding my phone and looking at this thing coming at me, and I just immediately drop backwards. And Nick said it's like Matrix style, which it was. It was one of those moments in your life where everything went to slow motion, like in a Matrix yeah. movie. Yeah. And I just like fell backwards because I saw the thing coming at me and I pick up my phone. I'm like, oh my God, I think I have that on video. Yeah. And I pull up my phone and I hit play and, and you can see it rocketing right at the phone. No one else had that on video. Yeah. You me know, on video. Yeah. But that's the only proof that it happened. You know, honestly, that was like one of you know those jump scare um like somebody will send you a reel or something yeah. like hey watch this yeah and all of a sudden like the baseball gets fouled off and like goes right, right at, at the, the camera, camera. Yeah. and you jump it was one of those yeah, it was it pretty funny i'm sorry that we got off track there but when he said he doesn't have any hair because of the fireworks it reminded me of that oh my lord so what we're actually here for though <laughs> <laughs> is to talk about the our 
top five rides or attractions that we believe need TLC. Now, to be very clear. We need to start with a definition, yeah, too. We are not talking a about couple. re-themes. We are talking about TLC. Totally different, right? So these are not things that we believe need to be completely redone. We have plenty of those. We could do an episode on that. We're talking about things that we like the way they are. Yep. But that they need to be, you know, refreshed. You know, <laughs> they need they need a coat of paint, so to speak. And some well, of them literally need a coat of paint. But well, like, can can be added to in certain ways. Let's yeah. uh, let's let's think of an <clears throat> example of one. And I don't mean. A good example of what I don't mean is oh okay I got two okay so the uh, what I'm not talking about is uh, the new Tiana ride no that's a completely no, that's re-theme. a that's a redo yeah. um, I'm okay with Haunted Mansion having the new scene and having Hatbox yeah still that's I, I want I'm talking a little bit more TLC than that but I'm okay with adding two and changing a mm-hmm. bit and I'm putting that in my well you'll see yeah. as we go like I'll, jungle like I'll I will explain. say I will say what they did with Jungle Cruise where they redid some of the scenes, um, that would qualify in my mind as a TLC. Yeah, agree. Um, or what they've done, you know, what they, you know, when they go through and just, you know, freshen things up yep. a bit. Yep. Um, you know, we, we've talked a little bit about how we, we think they've done something with the, the vaporizers for the scents. Yeah. That would qualify, I think, under a, a an act of TLC to sure. try to, Try to help the um, the right. visitors to that's, the park, the guests at the park to, to enjoy it. That's a great example is Philhar yeah. Magic. Yeah. So they added the Coco scene to Philhar Magic, mm-hmm. and they definitely either fixed the, the I don't know if they fixed the sprayers. That's not a definitely, but they when they do the apple pie part, that's oh, way stronger. It was great. I mm-hmm. think that that was an update. That mm-hmm. one I, they definitely yeah. did because I think we did Philhar Magic twice, and both yeah. times it was equally as yeah. as strong. And I, I, so just so you know, we're not talking about rethemes. You know, we're talking about just freshening it up. Like like a, another good example would be like Circle Vision in Canada, right? You're yeah. going in there and it's changed. I don't like the new one, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, all right, so you want to get started? Yeah. So my number five, we we talk about a lot. I wish we <clears throat> didn't talk about it a lot because I don't love it, but I think I could potentially have some more love for this ride if they made some real easy changes. Okay. Well, that, I guess definition definition of easy could be changed, yeah. but Tomorrowland Speedway. Okay. Oh. Now. Mm-hmm. I have an idea, and I, I believe we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it would have to be kind of separate from Tomorrowland because I would love to retheme and kind of TLC. It's not a total retheme, but what if we made the cars into Lightning McQueen and all the different characters from the Cars movie? Problem is, it takes us out of that whole Tomorrowland, and they have the Speedway so closely connected. With Space Mountain and the new Tron ride, so it's not really a possibility. So I realize that. Yeah, that's what I would want, but it, it wouldn't work for that reason because of the theme. But I think an easy way to fix that is maybe get rid of those gasoline-based engines <laughs> and maybe do something more similar to those electric ones. And I'm, my, I was talking to my father the other day, and he says that um, the government's trying to make a switch. To all of those small engine gasoline things to oh, try. Yeah, they're not trying to. There are like whole states that have banned like like in California. I forget what the year is, but in California, you won't be able to use 
like small engines that are com- internal combustion. You so you like your lawn equipment, you won't be able to. So Florida, given its um, its its political um, color here, uh, may or may not pass that. But I feel like it could <clears throat> not, be would never pass there. But I feel like it could be a, a good money saver. I don't know. I mean, and, and then that's the whole other discussion: is those batteries that you put in there. Is that going to be more of a cost? How long are they going to last on a charge? I don't know. I, I think I like the idea of having a younger kid get on a vehicle and being able to drive it. I, I think at least my kids enjoy doing that before they actually have their driver's licenses. But there's so many just rickety things about it that even let's say they keep the gasoline engines and they just fix it up or change it in some way i don't know it, so, need, it needs work it and i know not, they're not getting rid of it <clears throat> well it didn't make my list because i don't want it to get tlc i want it to get bulldozed because i hate it i hate it that much yeah but now, it's so integrated said, i don't think they're gonna yeah, do it all right that said if they were going to spruce it up the fact that they have obviously they've got some ties with chevrolet go ride test track and you can walk into a dealership where they're gonna hard to sell you a car afterward. Right. Um, so they could put shells on the vehicles for why the they, current. Why could they not partner with Chevrolet to retheme that entire ride so that they, they are shaped like miniature versions of the EVs that they have coming out? Yeah. So you might ride in an EV truck. Maybe it doesn't have to be just Chevrolet. It could be GM in general. So you have the, the new Hummer that's an EV. You've got whatever. They could do that and have them be electric and – you cannot tell me. So uh, environmental stuff aside, because there's arguments about, well, you know, where's the electricity coming from? Most of our electricity in the United States comes from burning coal. Then that doesn't really make it any more right. environmentally and, sound. And you're putting these the, giant batteries in there that are going to go into a landfill. Right, but you can't possibly tell me that that wouldn't be cost saving for Disney to not have to run internal combustion engines all day long. Because that ride, it's always running. Like, there's never... I've never been there where there hasn't been, and I don't get it, but there's been a queue. There, you know, even yeah. if it's 15 minutes, that means it's running on loop. Because kids want to drive a car. I mean, yeah, that's I, part of feeling free and an, an, an adult. I, I hate that. I hate that attraction. I think it has no place in Tomorrowland. And I don't have a lot of nostalgia for it either. I mean, I'm sure I did it when I was a kid, but that's not a ride that really stood out as something that was yeah. great for me. Anyway, it, it needs TLC. I get that it wouldn't be on someone's list, but... Yeah. I really don't see Disney doing anything yeah. else with that space. I mean, maybe they're going to look at doing different shells for the cars. I like that idea. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe it's a, a Skyliner type thing where they can wrap each car with a theme of a different futuristic character. It's got to be made to, it, I mean, they have to switch to electric at some point yeah. soon. That's just my opinion. Anyway, what do you have for five? So my five, we're going to stay in Tomorrowland, Okay. is Space Mountain. Okay. So so here's the thing. I don't recall my and and I could be wrong, but my first time riding that, I don't recall getting off of it and being like, "Oof, my back hurts." And yeah, I'm a few years older, but I feel like the ride system itself has like many roller coasters do, and it's starting to show its age as far as how rickety, I don't want to say rickety, that makes it sound dangerous. Yeah. How how herky-jerky it is. It's not a smooth ride. I would love to see them not change much about it, but make it smoother. Go in there maybe do some, a, a little bit of a, a, not better theming because it's dark, but, you know, they've redone recently 
Um, they've talked about, was it in Hong Kong or Shanghai that they did the, where did they just do a new um, Space Mountain? Either way, they've done some some kind of upkeep with those. And I think that, you know, even the queue could use a little bit of a TLC. I just, I think that. Tokyo. Tokyo, is gonna, okay. They're going to open a new version in 2027. Yeah. So I, I'm not looking for a complete rethink here. I just think that the ride itself is very, it's very herky-jerky. I will also say the ride vehicles are not comfortable. Like, I'm fine, but I've seen some people get in on those rides, and it's like, how are they fitting on Space Mountain? And I know that, like, you know, some, hey, look, some places, some rides you just can't ride if you're a big person, but, like, that's not right. So I, I just think that, for me, those ride vehicles even need to be looked at. Again, this is TLC, right? This is not re-theming. I think that, because I love Space Mountain. I've also heard that, like, it's way more fun of an experience during Halloween stuff because somehow they make it even darker. So I don't know. For, to me, that's that's something that, that they could use some uh, TLC uh, is Space Mountain. And that's why it's not it's not way up on my list, but it's something I think could, could use a little bit of a refresh, and including the queue. So I'm looking up the... Um the way that the cars look in Disneyland for Space Mountain, mm-hmm. which I have not ridden on, but I'm looking them up, and I believe it's two, two, and two, giving you six per cart. And I know that in Walt Disney World it's single. Yeah. Because I know that my, my wife would put one hand in front of her to grip my daughter and her other hand behind to grip the leg of my son to know that they didn't fly out. Yeah. I don't blame her. Whatever. Yeah. You don't want your kid flying out in the middle of Space Mountain, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's gonna. It's too dark to go and retrieve them. Yeah. I mean, there's parts of the day that you might want them to. <laughs> right. For my daughter, it would be when she's hungry. <laughs> so here's here's another question you might know, and I, I feel like I knew this at one point, is it's double track. There's two different tracks going at once in the Magic Kingdom one. Is that the same in the Disneyland? No one? clue. Okay. I think, I think it's still two tracks, but... I'm wondering only because it's, I feel like it's more of a people eater if you have six per cart. I don't know. I, I think, look, I really like the ride, but it is got it has gotten aggressive. Yeah. And they need to smooth it out. Yeah, I agree. It's, um, I think jerky is the best way yeah. to describe it. There. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what's your number four? Uh, my number four, um, this ride is great for so many reasons, and it's probably one of my favorite rides in Walt Disney World and our our some of our friends Ear Scouts that listen all the time this is this is Rob from Ear Scouts favorite ride okay. which I know just gave it away for you okay cuz you probably know this this ride is fantastic i just want the yeti to work yeah expedition everest so many great things the queue is amazing i love looking at all the different things in the queue the ride is nice and smooth i just want them to Close it down. I'm okay if I take a trip and it's closed if I know that next time I come back, that Yeti is going to reach out and try to grab me, and it's not that crazy strobe light. I I just want it to work. I say, and we've said this before, I would even prefer them to turn the strobe off and turn on a light, a spotlight, so I can see it in its full glory. Yeah. I, I'm... Yeah, I'm with you here. It's not on my list. It is, however, on my, and I'm going to just skip to it, my honorable mention. Sure. Because of a different reason. Okay. So I, I said to my, as I do every week, 
said to my son, what do you think? And he said, oh, definitely Everest. I was like, Yeti? He's like, well, that too, but the hair bands. So this TLC uh, okay. comes from the people who ride it. Sure. Stop yeah. shooting yeah. your damned hair bands yeah. up Can, at the top. It's littering. You're like, right. And you're taking the theming out. And I know it's like, oh, come on. get a, It's just something people do. Yeah, okay. Well, it's something people don't need to do. My son, that was his, that was his answer. Stop throwing your hair, hair bands at the top of Everest. If you're a listener and have not been on this ride, <clears throat> I'll, I'll explain the two things that we're referring to quickly here. When you start the ride, relatively near the beginning of the ride, you kind of get to the top and it looks like the track ends. It looks like someone ripped out the tracks and you stop and you're just stationary. You see um, it's, it's an eagle or an owl or something. I can't remember. There's some bird that rises up and there's these Buddhist prayer flags. On the left and on the right side, it's become a thing or a tradition that people throw their hair bands on the right and left-hand side. Not us. We're bald. <laughs> Nobody that, can say we did it. It completely takes you out of it. And then anyway, then you, you go, spoiler alert, you go backwards. Once you go into the tunnel, there's this giant, and since I'm not great at estimating size, hold on. Nick and I had a conversation about this last night. I'm going to say the Yeti is maybe 15, 20 feet tall. That's appropriate. Yes. Um, I'm getting it. Now. We actually we actually looked it up on a previous episode, but I think it's like 18, 18 feet. Okay. The wingspan of him, and he's supposed to move 18 inches. Okay. Like to come out at you, but that the if you recall when I talked about this before on animatronics episode, um, the force with which they move him because he's so big is like some ridiculous like amount of force. So I have two ideas to fix yep. it, and I think they're both doable, cheap, and easy. Yep. So if you go fast past it, they mm -hmm. have they have a strobe light going, yeah. which kind of creates the illusion of movement. movement. This will also create the illusion of movement. Number one, you put a giant fan behind yeah. so that the fur blows. Yeah, there, we, it might already be there. We don't know. The other one is you take a spotlight move and, the, and, the spotlight, and the spotlight moves. Yeah. Why, like, As the spotlight moves, this, the shadow moves, oh it makes God. it look like it's moving. Look, if we can think of this in five minutes, yeah. and maybe there's a reason they don't, and I get it's very easy to be an armchair quarterback. You know, it's It's very easy to be that guy. But I, I'm with you that it needs something. Yeah, I just love that ride <clears throat> so much, and it it's gonna go from an A to an A plus. It's my number two thrill ride on property. Yeah, I would I'm, say it's it's I I don't have it officially I mean, in my head. Well, there's not, but enough, it's there's, probably in yeah. my top ten, top five. Yeah, there rides at Disney. There aren't enough uh, um, thrill rides to do a full list, but I would put this number two for me. Yeah. after Guardians. Yeah, me too. Me too. I would um, agree. It, so I'm with you. I mean, any TLC, it's not on my list, but it's only because I've given up hope, right? I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's horrible to say, but I've given up hope that they're well, going to do anything with it. Our, our other friend that, that we work with went to Disney recently, too, at, with his family. And when he was there, I remember that was around the time where it was closed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was that, was that a April break of last it year? It was closed for a... I, think it was april break and then and we were all excited we're like oh this might be the update yeah because it Yeti. was closed for a while yeah nope i don't mm. know what they did 
Maybe they cleaned up all the hair bands that people litter. Maybe. Stop littering. Maybe they'll have time in the budget to fix Yeti. Uh, all right. What do you have for your number four? Hold on. Before we get there, I Uh-oh. just thought of something. Sure. Maybe it's actually better theming than we think, considering how inconsiderate people are when they climb Everest, because it has become a giant. Like oh, it's like, re- oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe it's more themed. See, that's a good way to look at it. It's more Be- themed. Yeah. There's look up the facts, folks, about people who are hiking Everest. There's some ridiculous amount of human fecal matter oh, yeah. <laughs> on that mountain. Yeah. Now, let's hope that that mountain never melts. Okay, so my number four is one that I think is not going to be all that unpopular. It may even show up later on your list. Maybe. Um, but it's one that I think a lot of people can agree needs some help, and it's gotten some recently. I think I got a paint job. Small world. Small world is is something for me that just needs to have something done to, you know, I don't know how you do it, but those animatronics need more frequent upkeep. Yeah. It's tough because there's so many of them. Yeah. And look, I get it. It's a huge undertaking, but it is an old, it is a very old attraction, right? And so you need to, you need to invest the time and the energy into keeping those classic um, attractions open and not only open, but still enjoyable. I believe I'm not positive, but it seems as though they painted in there because it was super bright the last time we were in there. Maybe they changed the lighting, but the colors seemed to pop better. Yeah, they didn't. It wasn't that they had changed colors. It just seemed like it was more refreshed. So I think that's a start. I have also noticed that there's been some videos on on like Instagram and even on YouTube where they've clearly recognized some animatronics that give them a lot of problems have been taken out and then replaced. So the hula dancers are one uh, group that I can think of, but they not. Yeah. Hula dancers. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. I just think that that particular ride needs some TLC. Well, I just looked it up and there's nearly 300 audio and well, not, well, they're not audio animatronics animatronics. Yeah. The, I mean, the audio is literally the same song over mm-hmm. and over again, but that's mm-hmm. that's a lot to maintain. It's Whenever I ride the ride, and I know Nick does this too because I've ridden it with him, that we're always looking for the one that, that's slightly off or the one that is, that is uh, quote-unquote failing or mm-hmm. something funny is happening to. We, we always kind of find one. There's always at least one. Yeah. Which maybe that's, maybe that's a cooler thing, but <laughs> I just... I don't know. I think that a lot of people would agree with me when I say that particular attraction needs some TLC on those animatronics because they're old and I don't want to see them go away. I have heard, by the way, this is another TLC piece that they're actually doing. They are bringing more inclusive um, animatronics in where they're going to be some of the children from around the world will be in wheelchairs Oh, yeah, I just read that. Which I think is amazing. Yeah, why I think not? that's great. Yeah. So that's some TLC right there. So here's a question for you. Yeah. And this is directly related. Mm-hmm. So in Disneyland, okay. they have changed the ride slightly. They include characters from Toy Story and okay. other Disney IP. Now, do you consider that, uh, if they were to do that in Walt Disney World, would you consider that like a TLC update or a no thank you? I am a no thank you. I personally like I like the, the nostalgia and the tradition. I don't think you 
putting an IP there is a good idea, but it is TLC. So, I mean, I guess you could look at it that way. That's not the TLC I'm looking for. Right. But So I, they, what did they do this week? They added uh, Garland and some other holiday. Yeah, the themed. holiday overlay. Yeah. That's, okay. I mean, that's more of a seasonal TLC. You know what right. I'm saying? But, but, and that's a weird one too, because you're representing the world and not every country in the world celebrates Christmas. I mean, there's people in our seen, own country yeah. who have different religious beliefs who celebrate different holidays too. I haven't seen what the holiday overlay looks like because I've never been there during the holidays and I don't usually watch videos of Small World because I don't want that song stuck in my head. Yeah, well, but, that's fair. Um, I like it when I'm in it. I'm yeah, not going to listen to it right. any other time. So I don't totally know. So listeners, if you know like what the holiday overlay looks like a little bit more in detail, feel free to comment on... Um, well, I'm just curious if they if they do the one that is, you know, the USA-based one, do they have representation for yeah, at least the three main holidays that take place during that time of year? You know, are they, are they including a menorah? I couldn't tell you. Or, okay. Just, just curious. Yep. Interesting. Uh, leave us a comment, folks. That stuff's interesting to us. We, we appreciate mm-hmm. all, the, all the, um, the input on that. All right. We moving on? You good with yeah, that one? I'm good. I'm okay. good. Uh, number three is a ride that I haven't done very much, and kind of the beginning of the show ties in a little bit with this particular ride, and my number three is the Rock and Roller Coaster. So the actual ride system seems to work really well, but I'm not a huge fan of Aerosmith. I love classic rock. I don't dislike Aerosmith. There's a couple Aerosmith songs that I like, but I'm wondering... If the ride could have maybe something different, maybe not necessarily get rid of Aerosmith, but what if it was something similar to what they're doing in Guardians of the Galaxy? And the reason I've been thinking of that is after riding Guardians of the Galaxy, the reason I want to rewrite it is because I want to collect all the songs. Yeah, rewritability is a big factor. Instead of hearing the same Aerosmith song every time, okay? Regardless my feelings on Aerosmith, let's let's think about not I'm not the center of the universe here, regardless my feelings on that band. Let's say that Disney has five or six different songs like they do, and then the rewritability is there. People wanna go. It's kinda like a when you're buying a blind bag toy, right? Yep. You know that there's five toys and you wanna buy all of them to get all of those five. Sometimes you'll get the same one twice, but it's that it's that sort of mystery that makes you come back. So let's say, okay, let's go with some of the ones we mentioned earlier. Let's say we have, let's say there's a Metallica song, a Foo Fighter song, a Journey song, a Def Leppard song, a Guns N' Roses song, okay? Those are just five biggies off the top of my head that are still current and, and touring, right? Mm-hmm. Those five. Let's say those are the five songs, okay? I know there's plenty of others that we could argue either way. Let's say it's that. Think of the the upbeat and how it goes with that particular ride. I think it would go really well. There's more. That's only the first half. The other half with that ride is that if you look at some of those signs when you're when you're riding through the different road signs, they're very my best way to describe it is they're very like 90s Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever watched any of the ride-throughs for California Adventure when they had the... Or no, it's not California Adventure. The Roger Rabbit ride. It just has this, like, cartoony, like, neon glow to them that are... It's just You're not goofy. Wrong. Yeah. Like, I'd be okay with adding in, like, 
like a regular style road sign or anything. Like, I feel like that's an easy fix because they're all these flat 2D signs. Mm-hmm. Like, I could literally paint that in my backyard and bring it in and we could put it there. Shine it's, some black light on it. Right. It's not. Call it a day. It's not mega expensive. That's no. something that could be done with cast members in a week, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway, so I, those are my two major thoughts on Rock and Roller Coaster. The ride system itself is great. It's fast. It's smooth. It's exciting. I really enjoy that. But I think it just needs a couple extra things to go with it. The, the music and the signs. What are your thoughts on that? I'll talk later. Sounds good. I'll be looking <laughs> forward to it. <laughs> I'll talk later. Rock, rock and roller, roller coaster. coaster. Yeah, so I haven't done that ride a lot because my kids are now finally getting to the age where they're interested in riding that. When they were younger, they they didn't really want to do any of the, the more mm. extreme rides. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they agreed to do it last time, and I think they had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a blast. My daughter wasn't too sure about it. She doesn't like roller coasters that go upside down, but um, she did awesome. Mm. And I think... Um, I think she really enjoyed it and had, had a great time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, that's my number three is Rock and Roller Coaster. So, my number three is not a ride, it is an attraction. Which we discussed before going on air, too. Is yeah. If attractions count. I said, yeah, whatever, sure. And I'm, um, I don't have a helmet or anything to block what's about to be thrown at me. Oh, Jesus. But Country Bear Jamboree. Needs, needs TLC. Uh, in what way? A dust? I should, I, well, A, dust. It sure. has dust, but. You can, look, the clicking animatronics. You have admitted to me before that Country Bear Jamboree could be refreshed. I liked it. I, there's only one thing I have a problem with in that ride. What? And, and that's the slideshow when, when, uh, when the triplets come out. Okay. That's it? That's it. You are totally on board with like the weird clicking the entire time because the old animatronics are like clacking yeah. along. Yeah, I know. I have to set aside my my love for that particular attraction. Hey, look, I'm I, I'm not mad. Like I I agree that there needs to be some, and and this is also not a personal attack, and I don't see it that way either. It's something I love, but. I don't know. Continue. I'm yeah, gonna... I didn't. I didn't put Haunted Mansion on here. I put Country Bears. Country Bears well, is that's... old. It needs to be. I agree. It needs some TLC. TLC is not a retheme. I don't want it to go away. Right. And it being on your list means you at least like it and want it yeah, to be better. I, care I get about it. it. I yeah. There's stuff they could do to make it more. Look, here's the other thing. They Epcot has Figment, right? Yep. What other park based IP? Does Disney have? Well, they've got the Sunshine Bird, or whatever, Orange Bird. That's going to be a fun okay. list. We need to do and that got, list at some but point. But they've got, look, they've got Top the Country five. Bears, right? Yeah. and But they use them a lot, too. But they don't use them enough and they because kids aren't, kids don't care about that. It, I'm sorry. It's not, I'm going to have to drag my daughter into that again. Well, those are, they're a little creepy. Sure. Or a lot creepy. Okay, let, let, let me stop you, because I, I agree, and I want to say something there. When, when they bring out the country bears to do, like, the dance, they do the hoedown, and they do the meet and greet on the roof. Yeah. They bring out Big Al, uh, they bring out Liver Lips, and then I can't remember the other guy with kind of the scary teeth. Mm-hmm. They, he's scary. Like, they, they could probably keep him in the back. He's a little... The other two are, like, 
big and dumb and funny. But let me let me finish my point here. Yeah, I'm letting you, you go. You knew I was going to get fired up here. <laughs> I'm not, but I am. So they bring those out, and I think it's a smart idea because it you don't know that there's something in there. You just walk by, and we were talking about this last night, exploring that area of mm-hmm. Frontierland. There's so many different buildings, and I don't know what the heck is in there. It's like a, that pin trading area. Like I didn't even know those existed. You may miss it, but if you see the bears there, and then there's a sign, it's kind of like, hey, come on in. This exists, folks. Then, one last thing, and then I'll stop. No, you're good. I think Disney could push maybe the merch like they do with Orange Bird or with Figment. Throw some more Country Bear merch, and they did a little bit more. During the vault collection, they definitely did. I'm curious how well that sold, and if that sells well, hey, let's push the Country Bear merch a little bit. When I was younger, I'm pointing to it right now here, I have a a Big Al um, stuffed animal that literally I still have. I'm going to be 45 in two weeks. I still have it, but I feel like there was a huge period of time where there was like nothing, no merch from Country Bears at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe the exposure of it around the park and in the different gift shops. Well, and to be fair, I feel like there's there was there a Country Bears Magic Band. Yeah, I think, and they're I doing think so. Country Bear pin sets. They're doing better. Anyway, I'm getting way off. I'm getting way off task, and I know that. I may yes. have yes. It needs some TLC. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Right? Well, however, I did not add it solely to get a rise out of you. I truly believe. Yeah. They need to do something. Well, they do, and it doesn't have to be a retheme. They don't even have to change the songs. They don't have to do just the songs. Like great. They they need to do something about the animatronics. Make them a little bit better. Sure. Make them make them more synced with the music because they're not anymore. Um. That's just my thought, okay? And, and I, I agree, and I I appreciate you putting it on there, going from someone who had never seen it at all, right, to to experiencing the the joy and happiness that you see <laughs> on my face, yeah, clapping no, and singing. It's a gr- it's a very good time. Yes, it's I, a party, it's, and it's a great place to go and cool off. Definitely. Um, oh, I, so yeah. it, you know, if you if you don't want to do splash to cool off, that's a great place to cool off mm-hmm. in that part of the park so. definitely but yeah that's my number three okay well i thank you i guess because <laughs> it's it's not on my list but i agree it yeah it, it needs a little bit of it um so number two on my list there was plans very recently to give this a little tlc mm-hmm. these plans since disappeared it's kind of one of those Disney announcements where they're like, we're going to do so-and-so. Yay! Everybody cheers. And then everyone womp, goes, womp, womp. hey, what about the so-and-so? Cricket, cricket. Hey, what about that? More crickets. Yeah. So and that is Spaceship Earth. They were going to, I don't know if they specifically redo. They, they talked about how they were going to kind of change the overall theme of what it was going to be. I, I don't know. I, I've heard so many different things that it's hard to even say specifically what they were going to do to change it. It's my number two, too. All right. So, as well. so let's go from here. Um, they've changed the narrator. I believe it started as Walter Cronkite. I remember um, the male voice. I think it was Walter Cronkite. And then from there, it changed. Right now, the current narrator is Judy Dench, who I think is fantastic also. It's hard when you make a change like that because... It's some people prefer the original version, but when you find someone like Judy Dench, you can come in and hit a home run. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. 
So the that part of it, I think, is great. So they've done they've done a, a number of different narrators over the years. Okay. Um, Off the top of my head, I can think of so two. I'll, if you look up the list, that'd be great. So you missed one in between Walter Cronkite and uh, Dame Judi Dench. Who's that? Uh, Jeremy Irons. Oh, who portrays Scar, I believe, right? Yep. Oh, so, wow, interesting. Vic Perrin from 1982 to 1986. Okay. Walter Cronkite from 1986 to 1994. All right. Jeremy Irons from 1994 to 2007. Judy Dench from 2008 until present. Okay. Now, here's what I find interesting. As I look at this list, it tells me the dates. So, October 1st, 1982, mm-hmm. opening day. May 25th, 1986. May 29th. 1986, Walter Cronkite. So there's there's a four-day span there. So three down days, right? The 6th, the 26th, the 27th, 28th, okay? Sure. August 15th, until August 15th, 1994. Then it's Jeremy Irons in November 23rd, 1994, which tells That's me- That's interesting timing that, because guess what movie came out around well, that? yeah. Yeah. But also think about the length of time that that had to be shut down. What were they doing? What did they, I didn't know they refurbed stuff or they had changed stuff in 94 about Spaceship Earth, but clearly it was down from August 15th until November 23rd. Then Jeremy Irons stayed until July 9th, 2007, and Judy Dench didn't start until February 15th, 2008. So that's a gap from July until February. So, So I didn't know that they had shut stuff down in those times. Of course, I wasn't a Disney person back then so i don't know i think that's Um, the point where they you would get on the ride and they gave you a packet and you'd have to read the packet while you were riding the ride (laughs) and and narrate it think the what the pohoish pohoneckens that's that's all the phoenicians okay the the thing i think needs the most tlc on this ride and we've discussed this before but for me it's i'm i don't know why i'm so hyper focused on this Mm mm-hmm but it is the the screen and the where they take your picture and they put you into <laughs> the different worlds. You always get it. It drives me yeah. nuts. That and and related to that, the cars are also. We use the word rickety before. Mm-hmm. I always feel like my car is kind of like shaking around, and I mean I feel safe. Don't get me wrong. I'm never like I'm never at Disney, and I don't feel like unsafe in any way. But the whole ride system, like the way that the doors open. When you go to get on the ride, it doesn't, so there's a, it's like a little blue car and there's a, just kind of a, a door that slides mm-hmm. in and the door went from an, a, a smooth slide, I'm assuming <laughs> yeah, to like, it kind of like goes and then it's open. I'm only making the sound effects cause you can't really see my hand doing the movement. So it's a, it just needs some work. The ride itself and the story and all that is great. If they want to update and do, add in some things so or I change thought about a little this, bit. Yeah. Right? So sure. not, a, not a re-theme. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it's all about the progression of communication, right? Mm-hmm. Unless well, they want to change the theme. So we are now in a digital age. And they kind of end in that now. But what if it was a progression of the computing age? And here's why I think this would be great is because you... It goes back way further than people think, right? So you can go back to like Charles Babbage. Um, sorry, I'm going to show my nerdiness. Charles Babbage, um, and then like, you know, his difference engine. And you could even, you know, you could bring in the fact that, you know, yeah, people think of it as a male dominated field, but like that's not the case. Like Ada Lovelace is the first 
recognized computer programmer and she was a woman, right? She worked with Babbage's difference engine and realized that uh, programs could be, that she could use it to program stuff other than just calculations. And so I think they could do a really good job if they wanted to retheme it to something different, not retheme, if they wanted to redo it to more modern stuff, Mm -hmm. right? If they wanted to go a little bit further and they wanted to go a little bit deeper into the whole Apple and iPhones and smartphones and the fact we carry around this ridiculous computer in our pockets, they could start, instead of starting in ancient times, you're starting with Charles Babbage inventing the difference engine and go through the entire history of computing. I think that would be a way to do something that's not quite a retheme because it's just how we communicate these days, um, but also something that would be interesting for, for kids. For okay. What if they took the ride like, and you found three or four scenes that were potentially expendable, which is difficult to do, I realize. Like, could you take out the newspaper? Could you take out landing on the moon? Like, I'm not saying one is more important than the other at this moment. No, I know. What I'm saying is, let's say you, you take out three of them and kind of slide, like, let, they want to reuse those animatronics. Let's take them and kind of shift everyone down into a different place if that doesn't work that might be just a nightmare for the imagineers Mm -hmm. at the very end so the very end of the ride is is the garage and the car part of apple right yep and then you go through that tunnel and then you're open and you see the the moon and you're at the the top of um of the dome what if when you go through there they add on these pieces you're talking about and as you curve around and then go back down backwards with the moon there, maybe they add in, you know, one long scene that has all modern oh, and technology. I'm, I'm not saying they have to do that. I'm just saying if they were going to change the theming or if they were going to add stuff, you would have to think it's going to be more about computing, right? Yeah, and but it's also still the history of communication because c- computing is such a a big part of our current communication. I just don't see how they can continue. If they're going to give it TLC like it needs, they can't continue to have the, they can't span the breadth of history that they try to span. I love everything about it. Now I'm all good with them not giving anything new, but they need to go in there and, and refresh these things. Right. And they need new, new um, ride vehicles. Yeah, that I mean, when I talk TLC, those are the things I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. However, if they wanted to go in and do a full blown, not retheme, but like update to make it more um, relatable to these times, computing's the way to go. Yeah. That would be a forever re- refurb. It would take forever. You'd be, they wouldn't be able to reuse most of those animatronics, I don't think. But yeah, that was my number two as well. I don't know. Like, I'm wondering if our number ones also match up. Um, I mean, there's a possibility. So my number one. Actually, no, there's not a possibility. There's not a possibility. Okay. But go ahead. So my number one, uh, actually, I'll, I'll do a little plug for another podcast that I really like. So there's a podcast that I'm a big fan of called The Disney Dish with Len Testa and Jim Hill. And recently, like within the last month or so, maybe uh, maybe in October, they did kind of the, the history of the specific ride and how it's changed through time mm-hmm. and kind of where we've ended up with right now. And that ride is Journey into Imagination with Figment. It's really interesting. Jim Hill, um, who is on that podcast, was he's an entertainment writer and has been very 
involved with the history of Disney for many years, and I it's fascinating to me. So I highly recommend if you are interested at all in this particular ride to to go and listen listen to that podcast. So Journey into Imagination with Figment. Um, Figment has really kind of become the official unofficial mascot of Epcot within the last maybe 20 years, I guess. He's on all the merch. He's a beloved character. But people that go to Epcot for the first time and see all Figment everywhere, like, oh, that's kind of a cute character. Then you go on the Figment ride, and you're like, <laughs> what? what is going on? Yeah. So the yeah. ride through the years, and I'm, I'm going to do the world's shortest version of what they do on that other podcast, is it's changed through time. So originally it was Journey into Imagination. And there were two different characters. There was Figment and there was someone named the Dreamfinder, who I think would be a good Halloween costume for me, actually. Yeah, one of us. Yeah. We, well, we both could, actually. Yeah, picture the Dreamfinder without hair. That's kind of what we look like. <laughs> but there's the Dreamfinder character and there's Figment and their interaction was sort of the, the fun back and forth. They had... There's one scene in the ride where they have this enormous, like, Zeppelin blimp thing that the Dreamfinder drives, and it's so big, and it's such a long scene that in the original ride, um, I learned this from Jim Hill, by the way, that your cart would go into three different rooms. Did you listen to this? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Correct me if I'm getting any of this incorrect. Your car, would it's very similar to, like, the trackless rides where you can kind of go off in different directions. So car number one would go in room number one. Shortly behind, here comes car number two that goes in room two. Car number three that goes in room three. Car number four repeats and goes back in, into room number one. Because this animatronic was so big and so complicated, they had a hard time maintaining. And they had three of them. Yeah. They had three of them, right. Yeah. So they decided, oh, and it had a lot to do with the sponsor, which is Kodak from you know Rochester, Western New York, our, our area where we're from. And... Kodak at that time was kind of struggling because digital cameras were starting to take over. So they couldn't get the money and the funding for this ride. So they're like, okay, we have to cut, like, I don't know if they cut Figment. Do they completely cut Figment at first? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, then go, they did. You, you, we would have to, I mean, it would take, I mean, they talk about it literally over multiple it's, episodes. It's, so we can't possibly I'm gonna skip get into ahead. it. I'm going to skip ahead in the current ride that. Includes Eric Idle from the Monty Python franchise, who is funny and I think does a good job in in that ride. But the current version of it, so let's fast forward to what we have right now. We have Figment as a computer graphic, but the computer graphics of Figment look incredibly dated because our current it looks like 3D animation that existed pre even Toy Story. Oh, well, I'll tell Toy you, Story. I don't even think. I don't even think the graphics or the one pop-up animatronic that's in there look anything like the merch. Yeah, you're right. Well, I, th- I mean, a little bit. I mean, it's, it's a purple dragon. Yeah, but like... it, it's definitely a stylized version of it, but it needs a lot of work regardless. If if you haven't been on the ride before, I won't spoil the whole ride for you, but it, it goes through your senses. It doesn't get to all your senses, but they go through I think it's coming. hearing. And you think so? I do. I think, I think a complete... Re, you know, overhaul of that is coming, mainly the because issue... they're doing. Oh yeah, they're doing a fiz- they're doing a figment uh, they're doing movie. a figment movie. So I think that it's coming. I think 
the bigger reason why it's not happening now is that Epcot's a disaster. Yeah, and they're probably waiting to see how the movie performs. Yeah, I'm sure Chapek wants to gauge that out. Probably does. You know. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyway, yeah. I feel like I can go all day on this one. It's it's a great ride. Um, I remember bits and pieces of it from when it was the original back in the 80s. Yeah. But it's it's fun. I lo- look, I, I love Figment. Don't love the ride. Mm-hmm. Love Figment as a character, as an in-park IP. Um, I think that you're 100% correct that this needs TLC. It did. Yeah. It was on my on my short list of um, honorable mentions, but mm-hmm. did not make my list. But yeah, I'm. I can't really disagree on anything you said about it. Yeah, we can get to your number one. Like I said, I can. I can go on and on and on about yeah. about this particular ride. But I'm hoping it's coming. And seriously, though, we shall you, see. If people want a deep dive on that ride and on that attraction, go check out the Disney Dish because they did a really good history lesson on it over the, it was like a three episode stint yep. um so my number one we already talked about it was rock and roller coaster mm-hmm. and i don't i hadn't thought of the collect them all situation that you were talking about yeah for rewritability however i don't know that i would go the route you went what i thought for tlc would involve yes changing aerosmith out you have that pre-scene where they're in the recording booth or they're, you know, whatever they're doing, and they're going to go off into... It's super cheesy. Yeah, it is very cheesy, right? So that could be redone yeah. with a band that's more current or not even necessarily more current, but has long has has legs a little bit better. Like Aerosmith, I think they probably thought would be, you know, timeless because at the time when they built that ride... And when they themed that ride with Aerosmith, think about it. I mean, Aerosmith started in the late 60s, early 70s, Yep. you know, when they were 19 years old. And at that point, they were in their 50s, and they were still going. Mm-hmm. Um, they're n- not <laughs> very popular anymore. You I know, think like, the most recent thing, Steven Tyler did a country album. I think that was the most recent yeah, thing that any I mean, of their members did. It. I mean, I, I, I grew up really liking Aerosmith. They're grasping at straws at this point. Yeah. But anyway, I believe that there's they could go a different route to somebody who has they could either go more current or they could go something that is longer life that is never going away. You know, it could be anything. They could, you know, they could theme it with a pink Cadillac and make it an Elvis thing, especially with like Stitch and stuff. You know, they they could go. There's a lot of different ways they could go. I don't. I think that that ride needs TLC for for so many reasons, and I was going to mention also the signs that you talked about. The it's it they take what is a very exciting ride and preview it with the cheesiest pre-show, yeah. and then those signs are just not good, like theming in there. I don't think um, it's a great attraction as far as the ride system i 100 percent agree i don't get off that ride and think oh man i just i now need a readjustment i gotta go see my chiropractor <laughs> um i don't feel that way at all my son absolutely loves roller coaster and roller coasters and loves that one thought it was amazing when he went on it this last time he wasn't able to go on it until this last time i don't think or maybe we just didn't go on it the first year he would have been able to but either way he absolutely loved it um I think I just want to see 
a band come in. Now, your your thought of doing multiple bands and doing the, the collect them all is pretty cool. They would have to change the pre-show, though, because you're supposed to get the band to the show. Right. So I'm wondering if they did, like, one of those, you know, those giant, con- like a... You a know, festival. A festival, like a farm aid type thing. You so have all, to get Foo so Fighters, all, Metallica. All of, these, all of these bands, like you have to find yeah. multiple bands that are willing to do it, right? Yeah. Film the pre-show with them with like one, just one person from the band. It doesn't yeah. have to be all of them. Sure. Um, and then, boom, you're going off to the show. You got to get these guys there. They're, they're critical to be there or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, I think that would be really cool. Um, I just think it needs it needs some some help. Well, here um, I gave you a similar question earlier when we talked about Disneyland mm-hmm. with Small World, how they've brought in IP there. Mm-hmm. How would you feel about what they did in uh, Disneyland Paris, where they took Rock and Roller Coaster and they just remade it into the Iron Man ride? Now, I will say before we get to this, you cannot use certain Marvel IP east of the Mississippi. One of those people happens to be Iron Man. So they don't have the rights specifically for Iron Man. So th- my point is this. How would you feel about it being rethemed to a different character, maybe even Cars? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there because I think this is vastly underused. I think it would be really cool if it was a Muppets ride. Oh, my gosh. With Electric Mayhem. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be really cool. It's well, they're so doing underused. a TV show with with yeah. uh, or or you've got Doctor Teeth, yeah. and, and Zoot, and like or you have you know Baby Animal playing the drums. Oh my, and, that would be great. Like the, they, they already use, own the IP. Yes, that's what oh I'm my saying. God, that's the best idea that's, yet. That's what I'm saying. Like Perfect. I think that would be really cool. Um, animal drives yes. drives them. Yeah. Yeah. And that <laughs> that's perfect. I really think that would be a really cool way to do it, but. You know, these are all pipe dreams. But the thing about it, like, they could... All it doesn't in- cost them. Well, right. it costs to update certain parts of the ride. But now, they don't those have to cheesy pay. signs fit yeah. because they don't it's have, Muppets. And they don't have to pay for, like, you know, rights to... Not rights to songs. They don't have to pay, you know, Aerosmith or whomever well, for, like, these rights. I was thinking that when you said to take one of a member of all five bands. That's a whole heck of a lot more expensive. Because yeah. think about how much it would cost... For Metallic or for James Hetfield, Dave Grohl. Imagine now, yeah. Kermit is sitting at the producers that are at the at the mixer mixing table, right? Yep. He's mixing the whatever they're doing there in that pre-show, and they've yep. got and animals the driver. Like the whole idea, I think is they're recording, and you, then all of a sudden they get a phone call. We need. Where are they? They're supposed to be on stage right now. Yeah. And then and animal goes, I'll drive. Yeah. And then he gets in. Yeah. yeah. And they, but if they did that and they had say five or six songs that are the Muppets doing them, right? Muppets rock songs. Yeah. yeah sure. And you, you go through, I think that would be fun. Then you get to collect them all yeah. too. It's the best yeah. of everything. I don't, I don't think that qualifies as a retheme, but maybe it does like as sure a full blown re. It's I, rock I, and roller coaster featuring the Muppets right. instead of featuring Aerosmith. Right. I get, what I mean is I, I don't know if that kind of broke our rule about TLC versus three theme, but I think it needs to change. And well, that's the TLC is that pre-show is mm-hmm. kind of cheesy and I don't know. I think it works. I don't I don't want. I think we solved it. I guess I don't want um, Marvel to be there at that particular spot. 
I want Marvel to be in a different spot in that. It's, I want its own. No, I. What I'm saying is, there's a there's another Marvel redo of a ride that they did on the West Coast that they could easily do on the East Coast. Yeah, which is the Tower of Terror. But I don't think Mission. they would do two different Guardians of the Galaxy rides. I mean, it's two different parks. But I don't, I don't, I don't, th- I don't think they would do that. They might have to because what what other IP can they use? But, uh, yeah. I, there's probably some. I mean, Marvel is dug down pretty deep. And I know that that original deal that they had with Universal only included could they do a Wakanda specific ride? characters? Maybe I don't know how you would do. I don't know. I don't know fit if that with that particular. I'm, I'm curious. Um, I'm curious specifically which character. According to this website that I found here, it says Universal Orlando has four attractions based on the properties from Avengers, X Men, Spider Man, and Fantastic Four. Now, Guardians of the Galaxy didn't really fit into that deal, so that's why they could do a Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Epcot. But Doctor Strange doesn't really fall under any family that Universal owns. Captain Marvel probably, well, it has Marvel in the name, so that might be weird with that whole deal. And then Black Panther, uh, that's a really good question too, but there's deep connections to the Avengers and Fantastic Four, so that one probably wouldn't be able to be used either. That's tough, and I, I wonder when that deal is over. Like, I'd have to look it's up that in perp- information. Well, it's too. in it's perpetuity. in perpetuity, man. And and basically, what a crazy deal that is. Basically, it's east of the Mississippi. Basically, theme parks can't use anything that's that was currently at the time of the contract being used by the MCA. Right. Um, so, I mean, that the only other solution. And I don't know, Disney just spent some major money on Star Wars, Pixar, Marvel. Like, you know, Disney's definitely going through a transition. They're, they've made a lot of money off the parks, but do does Disney want to reinvest in the park rights of, can they also, I don't, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how this contract works. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Could Disney go in and say, hey, we would like to purchase the rights back specifically for just Iron Man or just Black Panther. You know what I mean? I wonder if that's possible to, you know, kind of pick and choose from that contract and get them back. Or does Disney just go, we want them all. Here's uh, $10 million. We want the rights back. Yeah, I don't, I mean. I'm sure it's way more than $10 million. I, yeah. That just came out of my mouth. Uh, Disney's not doing it with Chapek, obviously. But, yeah, like, right. um yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I just don't. For me, I wouldn't necessarily retheme Rock and Roller Coaster to a to the Marvel way. I would go Muppets, but I would like to see Mission Breakout. Um, but I wish we had more. I do wish we had more Marvel. But you know, yeah, I can always go to Universal. Which, by the way, I probably will because it's getting well. And then the other thing I'll mention too is I know that park has a lot of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Galaxy's Edge is its own in- entity. There's also a separate Star Tours ride. They could make Rock and Roller Coaster into something that's more of like a spaceship and more themed towards that. But then it's close to Space Mountain. So maybe you don't want to do two things that are the same. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you got any honorable mentions? Um, I didn't put any honorable mentions this okay. week. No, I did not. I have some. I have a couple. What do you have? Um. So, because I irritated you with the Country Bears, yes talk. and no. I mean, I, I'm happy that you 
you like went from not having an opinion at all and thinking it might be stupid to caring about it. So I'm good with it. So um, the Enchanted Tiki Room is one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, there's a lot of clicking there, but, too. But that needs, that yeah. needs some addressing, too. Sure. Um, please don't take this as, oh, yeah, this guy wants Zazu back. No. Well, I'm, I'm not looking to have – I'm not looking to have – Iago running that place um, anytime soon. Again, I don't want the under new management, but I do want them to address the clicking in the room. <laughs> um, and then another one, and this is going to be maybe a shock to some people who haven't necessarily paid attention, but TLC on a literally brand new ride, Runaway Rail- Railway. That queue, it is utterly oh, yeah, yeah. appalling. I don't know Disney, what you were going to say just now. But... It's utterly appalling that Disney has allowed that queue to get destroyed the way it is. Well, and parents allowing their kids to just peel stuff off the walls. Here's an idea. Don't, yeah. don't do stuff with stickers because clearly people are not policing their children from peeling these these like decal. Or, it's awful. I, I can't believe how bad that particular ride, ride's queue is like I just don't get it. I was texting with Nick when that ride first opened. He was at Hollywood Studios. This is a separate trip we didn't go on together. And I was like, you know, how's the ride? How's it going? Because I think we may have went on, we went on it the the time before. Right, you went on it like really soon after it opened. Yeah, because we went. That was I think your Christmas December trip. December yeah, your, of yeah. 2019. We went on it. So I texted you, "How's it going?" And you you just put like LOL or something. I'm like, what does that mean? And you were like, uh, this queue looks pretty beat or something like yeah. that. And Nick sends me this picture of the wall. And the wall had like, you know, one of those kind of like the wrap that go around cars. You know how they have those yeah. vinyl stickers? The vinyl sticker had all been peeled off. Yeah. Along then, with the facing of the of the drywall. Yeah. Like it was awful. That's not like that's not Disney. No way. Um, I, I think that needs some TLC there. I don't. That, that's fair. I, that's, that's one of that was on my honorable mention. Yeah. The ride um, itself. Great. Um, but you yeah. got to take care of all aspects yeah. of the ride and you yeah. can't have something looking rickety, dirty, beat up like that. Yeah. So the, you know, the, and I already mentioned that my, my other one was the, the littering at, at the peak of Everest there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, for the most part, the rest of it. And, and, and if you're thinking, well, there's some rides that you guys have mentioned you don't like that didn't make this list well that's because we don't think they need tlc yeah. they need a bulldozer treatment so yeah. we've got a few that maybe that would be a good show too yeah um but these are these are rides that we love and we want them to to be given yeah the attention that they deserve and they do like here's two great examples of ones they've given tlc to recently both in tomorrowland one is the people mover they added the new narration to it and they shut it down for a while to make sure the track system was working yep. properly and the other is Carousel of Progress. Carousel of Progress, they made an update yeah. to recently, which is not you a just huge remind, update. You just reminded me. That is also on my list of a, of a TLC update. Yeah. Early um, on in the ride, sure. But I'm, the point is, is they're doing it. Yeah. Um, so a, little, a credit goes to that team. Yeah. I mean, I just think that adding a hoodie isn't TLC. <laughs> like, they're, they're one step away from adding hoodies and spirit jerseys that they're trying to sell people. Well, That's I wanted really what they're doing. The thing that did bug me the most, and I, they should have updated this, is if you're familiar with Carousel of Progress, the last scene they have uh, the little boy and I think the grandmother playing video games together. Yeah, that video game looks so dated. Yeah, I mean, how hard would it be? To, I mean, I'm sure it's just a loop that plays, just to do 
graphics are a little bit they more updated. They can do updated. Dreamlight Valley. Well, they have well, they have so much IP, not just that. <laughs> do you know that. what I'm talking about? Dreamlight that, Valley? That's the one you were telling my son about the yeah, other day. Yeah. yeah. It's like and Animal that's, Crossing for the Disney right. freak. Yeah. Or like any game that has Disney IP in it. Or yeah. the uh, what's the Star Wars game that my son loves all the time? Oh. Um, uh, you know. Jedi. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah. Okay. I love that game. I don't know video games as much as Nick. I use yeah. him for that info. Yeah. That's it. Honestly, the, the Dreamlight Valley thing. I the reason I very the, meta. The the reason I had said it is because <laughs> I think uh, I can see them turning that into like a, a sales pitch. Like, hey, you can because in that game you can kind of create your own theme park, right? No, it's you're 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 unlocking parts of Magic Kingdom that's like fallen under a spell. Oh, okay. I don't. It's not that I'm addicted playing to it or anything. So it's a park within a park. He's smiling right now. Yeah, I play. I, that's that's your new thing, huh? Well, my kids play it, and then I was like, oh, I should, I should play this. It's all right. Hey, we all have hobbies. I have well, some. It's, uh, uh, it, it's and I don't play it a lot, but it's it's a uh, it's like Animal Crossing, you know, and and but it's for Disney. You got to go and mine certain things and get certain things, and then that does that unlocks. You know, you got quests. You got to make some. Make some cheese and crackers for Mickey to go on a picnic with Minnie. Um, so, yeah. This sounds like a sales pitch. No. That, I mean, it's going to be free eventually. It's not free right now. It's in pre. So we need so. we need our listeners to send Dizless messages that say, Nick, can you talk more about this game? I'm really interested in this game. Can you do this next week? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And if we'll you don't see. get any of those messages, I guess we learned. Yeah, I won't talk too much about that. Anyway. All right. So, uh, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon.